Hello there, everyone. Uh, I was a little hesitant to record this particular segment, and I will explain why. A lot of you know that I share a lot of my life and this tour, the tour that I'm on with Yoga Journal currently uh, on Instagram stories. It is my favorite medium of communication. It's where I communicate with you, the listener. It's where I communicate with my friends and my family, and it's a great forum for me to just have a voice and to just share what I'm doing because what I'm doing is pretty awesome. I am currently traveling with my dear friend Brant, who I would not have chosen a better person to be doing this tour with. And, and we tell each other daily how lucky we are. Uh, we're on this six month journey. We're about two thirds of the way in and it's really been such an incredible learning experience. Just traveling to different cities, traveling in a vehicle seeing uh, different parts of the country that I've never been to before and really learning about myself mostly, which is something that I didn't really expect. I, I always thought that this tour was going to be about me connecting with people and exploring how yoga is a living, breathing practice in this country. And although I, I am seeing that and I am experiencing that and I am connecting with really incredible people, I'm also really learning about myself and not only myself as a person, but as a practitioner, a practitioner of what yoga really is and what it really means to me. I say this because if you do follow my Instagram uh, or Instagram stories, you know that just a few days ago, <laughs> I was in a little accident and um, I was really hesitant to make this an entire segment, but I found that it was something that was really speaking to me and I felt that it was important for me to share. And, and that's why I have a relationship with you all. And that's why I do this podcast, to be able to share the things that I'm really excited about and the things that I'm not really excited about and just anything that is currently present uh, in my life. So we arrived in Portland. Uh, it was, I think we arrived, it was like Sunday night from Santa Cruz. We had just gone to 1440 Multiversity which is an incredible campus uh, up in Northern California. We arrived uh, so excited to be in Portland, and I was so excited to be Brant's tour guide because you all know that I lived in Portland for four years, and I, I still have a large community up there, and I go up there quite often. I do workshops, and I lead trainings up there, and it's it's my heart. I, I love Portland, and uh, I was so excited to, to be there, and... Tori was going to be up in uh, in Portland as well. So it was all going to work out. I was going to get to see my beloved. And I was going to get to have a tour stop in one of my most favorite cities in the world. And it, there was a lot of build up to it. I was so excited and I wanted to do so many things. And there was a lot going on. So... Uh, <laughs> I was... Uh, riding my bicycle 
<laughs> in Portland because in the summer, that's what you do. You're outdoors, you're enjoying being out, you're just loving life and it's, it's well, I was going to say it's warm, but it was really hot. And of course, that was the week that they were going to have record-breaking heat. So it was so hot. And it just was beautiful to, to be outdoors. So I decided that it would be a fun afternoon activity to just, you know, take my, my bicycle out on a little stroll. And I still have a few items that I keep in Portland um, just for when I go up there because I go up there quite often. So anyway, I'm not going to go into the details of what happened because quite frankly, it's really embarrassing, but I'll give you the short, the short version of it. I was uh, riding my bike <laughs> on a residential street that may or may not have had some steep hills maybe they weren't that maybe it was like more of like a slight incline and I had uh my phone in my right hand and my left hand was holding on to the bike the handlebar and uh, I wanted to slow down and for some reason <laughs> I Grabbed a handful of front brake as I was going downhill, which endowed me completely over my bike. I somersaulted, and not only did I somersault and land on my right hand, but I rolled completely over it, and uh, the bike then <laughs> rolled right on top of me, so it, it got me behind the head, and like a couple other places on my body and I uh I knew something was not right um fortunately Tori was like not even a block away um he I grabbed my phone and with my left hand because I can clearly feel that something was not right with my right hand so I, I quickly called him and I asked him to come and um, help me. And I remember <laughs> I was like hysterically laughing because I thought it was the funniest thing because it was such a just silly amateur bike rider maneuver. And, you know... I love going to spin and, you know, I should totally just stick to being on a static bike. Who knows? I don't know. I'm a little clumsy. That's okay. So anyway, I, I got up and I'm laughing and he's asking me if I'm okay. And I told him I was fine, but I thought that maybe I should go to the doctor being as my right hand was clearly not okay. Uh, and it was quite rapidly expanding and swelling up and I had you know scrapes and bruises everywhere and there was kind of blood coming from my shins my knees both my hands and so we we went over to the the emergency room and they got me in uh right away and I I was 
again, a, a little kind of like, oh, maybe I, I, I sprained it or, you know, I just, I rolled right over my fingers and, and I just, I don't have a lot of feeling in my hand because it's, it's a little bit, um, swollen, you know, that, that type of thing. So we waited for, for the doctor to come in and she quickly examined it and, and got us into, uh, get some x-rays done and I did uh not expecting anything she uh I was asking her the, the entire time if this is something that she sees all the time and you know she was quite confident that maybe it was it was just you know I just sprained it uh or I did you know just it's swollen because I just rolled over them um but didn't really think that anything was was too bad after the x-ray came out, it showed that uh, both my index middle finger and my ring finger were broken. There was two torn ligaments and a fractured metacarpal in the palm of my hand. And so, uh, which really kind of explained the pain that I was having. <laughs> so again, I'm, I'm kind of laugh crying the, the entire time. And I, I didn't know what this meant. I've never, ever, ever, ever broken a single bone in my 34 years of being alive. Not once. I've fallen. I've bruised. I've scraped. I've I've hurt myself in, you know, other minor accidents, but never uh, broken anything. So I didn't really knew, know what this meant. She sent me over to the orthopedic surgeon and... Um, long story just a tad longer once I I went in the the doctor she looked at it she examined it and pretty much uh told me that my fingers were pretty much gonna not be in use for a little while um I told she was asking me what I did for a living and I'm like well I'm I'm in the, in the middle of this yoga tour and I am a yoga teacher, and this is just what I do. And she was so quick to say, well, you're not going to be able to practice yoga for about six months, and it's going to be about 12 to 16 months for you to, um, you know, get recover fully, to just get the, the uh, movement in your fingers back and to... Um, really have your hand functioning uh, the way it, it was and and actually it may never be the same. And so again, sitting, listening to uh, this, this doctor telling me that pretty much I wouldn't be able to do uh, the type of physical movement that my body requires and perhaps even that my job demands it was a little bit jarring and it was a little bit scary. And I got to be honest, there was just real disbelief. I, I just, some part of me just still didn't believe that that was right. I'm like somehow that these x-rays were just not telling the right story or that she didn't maybe know what she was talking about fully, but it was, it was quite clearly upsetting. Uh, they, patched me up. I didn't get a hard cast just because I still had movement in my wrist, but they were able to stabilize it. Anyway, I have to have these custom-made splints uh, for 
about two months and then begin physical therapy. So again, long story, just a tad bit longer. Uh, what does this mean? Um, at that moment, it was just kind of something that uh, it's an accident that happened. I use, I'm right-handed. I use my right hand for everything. Uh, the minute that I left, I realized quite quickly how challenging this was going to be. I can't write. I can't uh, take <laughs> articles of clothing on or off. Uh, going to the restroom is quite interesting. I use my right hand for everything. I write. I can't type with my right hand. My fingers are constricted. So this this was quite challenging the first couple of days to deal with. Uh, again, I am an optimist and there's some part of me that still was in disbelief of the fact that I would have to have this uh, this hindrance uh, of action. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to function the way that I normally function and and do the things that I would normally do. So it was it was quite interesting, and it's been quite interesting. I was still going to class, and and the following day, I I took it easy, and I. I just modified a lot. I basically couldn't put any pressure on my hand, obviously. It was too painful and it was too swollen, but I was able to do a lot of modifications, which was one of the the fun things that I was able to look towards. You know, instead of me sitting there and beginning to feel sorry for myself, I made myself be excited to all of the ways that I was going to be able to modify and how exciting it was going to be to learn new ways of doing things. And the first few days, it was awesome. I laughed a lot in class. You know, Brent and I are taking classes at Yoga Space with Michelle and uh, at Imagine with Laura. And we were at Yoga Pearl and I taught my workshop with my Darth Vader hand. And it was, it was so much fun. We, we thought it was hilarious, you know, uh, to just <laughs> be able to modify and do a sun salutation, having to make some extra steps. And uh, it's, it's, it's been a huge learning curve for me. And I, I, I wrote a post on Instagram about how it was the universe's way of telling me to slow the fuck down because in all honesty, it does feel like things have been moving at a faster pace and, and I'm all about the fast pace. I am. I, I enjoy fast pace. I love getting things done. I have a lot of projects going on at the same time. I enjoy seeing forward motion and I like momentum, but I also like to slow down and I like to be mindful and I like to take moments and really enjoy them. And so it's been a while since I've been able to do that. I enjoy my practice and I have a ritual, but I can't honestly say that I've really been able to take the time to slow down and to really just take in the fullness of each moment and to be fully present. I don't want to go back and think, well, I shouldn't have ridden my bike or I shouldn't have had my phone in my hand or I shouldn't have 
just gotten on a bike without any protection and just strolled around this residential street, you know, but that's not what happened. I can't begin the shoulda, woulda, coulda. Um, I know that if I would have really thought about it, I, I would have never been in that position, but it just served as a lesson to be mindful and to slow down and to be present. Now, being hurt as a daily yoga practitioner is extremely tough and it's extremely frustrating. And for those of you listening who can relate to this, please let me know that I'm not alone because I know that it's it's frustrating. And the beauty of, of all of that is that yoga is not asana. And asana just means movement, right? So yoga isn't just being able to do physical postures. Yoga is about union and it's about the unification of mind, body, spirit. And so being a yogi, I understand that I can still practice yoga without doing any physical movement. Um, And part of what this practice has taught me and has uh, shown me is that I am resilient and that I can move above and beyond any physical limitation that I may have. And if it's anything that I've taught my students or that I've worked with coaching clients or even with my friends or families that we can move beyond any limitation. So I wanted to share a couple of things that I've learned just in my last week and a half of being injured and not being able to use my hand. Uh, And look, I've gone through moments of being extremely excited about trying a new class and modifying and, and doing things differently. And I've been in class in the brink of tears because I'm so angry at myself and I'm so frustrated And I just cannot believe that I would allow something like this to happen. And in those moments, I have to have a lot of patience and a lot of compassion. So I will have to say that that's the first thing that I've learned is as hard as it is, I have to acknowledge my injury and I have to feel the pain and I have to just have complete gratitude for what I have and I have to have complete compassion for my limitations and and accept where I am. The next thing is that yoga is way more than asana. So in, in the time that I've had to really reflect on what happened and just where I'm at, I have to be able to focus my mind and redirect my energy somewhere else. So this time that maybe I would utilize to do a stronger physical practice. I may meditate for a longer period of time or I may do a little bit more breath work and for sure practice way more mindfulness. The next thing would be that my loved ones and my friends are completely invaluable. I mean, I cannot tell you how much it has meant to me to have the support of the people around me and just the pure care and the 
uh, encouragement that uh, I've had. And look, it's, I have three broken fingers. It's not like my entire hand is, is, is incapacitated. I can't use it right now, but like I still have my hand. I work with people and Afghan vets that are missing limbs. So this is still a quality problem, but I'm not trying to negate the fact that it's frustrating, but I also have to remember that things can be worse. And I'm grateful that I have the ability to heal and that I have a career that enables me to do that. The people around me have been so supportive and it's really retaught me how to ask for help. I can't open my water bottle by myself. I can't grab my cup of tea without utilizing the maneuver of my left forearm. <laughs> and it, it's just, it's, it's learning. And it's nice to be able to have people around that are willing to help. I've learned a lot about gratitude and being grateful and just knowing that I cannot take my body for granted. I'm so grateful for everything that my body can do and I will do everything in my power to protect it. And in, in not only in the physical sense, obviously, we're very fragile, but in the internal sense as well. I've never, ever been the type of person that has spoken negatively to myself, ever. I, I can actually count on one hand the times I've put myself down for something. Uh, I'm so grateful that I've never had that kind of relationship with myself until now. Um, and it's, it's something that I had to eradicate quite quickly because I've never spoken to myself in a negative way. And I was so angry at myself for allowing this to happen that I had to just stop right in that moment and turn it around because that's not okay. And that's not going to be conducive to my healing and it's not going to be conducive to my attitude or to what this practice is really about. The last thing that I want to share is that teaching evolves and learning evolves. And even though my physical personal practice has been impacted by my injury, my biggest concern was always towards my teaching or what I was going to bring out into the world from this. And this was one of the big reasons why I, I didn't necessarily want to share what happened really on, on a, a deep level like this. I wanted to keep it to myself and just to the people around me because I didn't feel like it would, like it was important, I guess. But somehow I felt that there was value to be learned here. And the reason why I say that is because 
there was value I needed to learn from this. And I figured if it's something that I needed to learn, maybe somebody out there listening can learn that same value. So, so that's it. Uh, I will call this episode Broken Wing. <laughs> and look, at the end of the day, my hand will heal and I will do everything in my power to get it working and functioning way before the time period that my doctor said, only because uh, not only do I want to prove her wrong, but I want to show her how uh, yogis can heal quicker than any human being I know. <laughs> and because that's my will. I, I will take care of myself so well that this little paw will heal so quickly and it it has served such a huge lesson in my life and uh and I'm grateful for it at the end of the day so thank you so much to those of you listening to those of you who can relate uh if there's somebody that you know of that can relate to having an injury having to modify their life because of an injury or you feel that somehow this story can have value for them or their life, please share this with them. And, uh, and I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear if there's a story that you've lived or an incident that you've lived and you've survived, or if there's a way that you can relate to having an injury and having to adapt or learning from, you know, going through something really challenging. I'd really love to hear from you. So thank you all so much for listening and for being who you are and for letting me share this and for being a part of my community. I am so grateful for you. You have no idea. I am so, so, so happy and I feel so blessed to be able to share all of these things that have changed my life with all of you. Thank you. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this, so please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.